Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. This time we're reviewing episode 13, Infested. This review is meant to be spoiler-free, so join us after you've watched the episode. If you like story, and you like Star Wars, then stick around. In this episode, the Batch gets back into the swing of doing odd jobs for Sid, but finds a strange scene when returning from the most recent one. Sid's parlor has been overtaken by what seems to be a rival, Roland Durand. Sid convinces the Batch to help her get her parlor back by sabotaging a spice deal Roland made with the infamous Pikes. Things go sideways when the Pikes turn on Roland and the Batch for their missing spice, taking Omega hostage until their contraband is returned. The Batch dares the Erling-invested caves to retrieve the spice while Omega and Roland have time to see eye to eye. Okay, let's jump into the very short amount of plot that we see in this episode. <laughs> God. Um, it's almost no plot. <laughs> it's sort of just plot? like... Plot? Who is she? I guess it's plot A, like again, like like all episodes. But it's like A plot <laughs> in like the most basic way possible. Like how episode... Uh, was it 10? No, it was 11. That's mostly... Like the Batch is in it for like five minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, how that one was mostly C-plot. This one is mostly A-plot in that it the Batch just continue to it's live. almost <laughs> like they also become really background characters in this because yeah. Sid is now really important in this one. God, this is a challenging episode. It is. Let me be. Let me be clear. Yeah. It's a. It's a fun episode. Yes, like it it's is. fun to watch. Uh, coming off the heels of the last episode, though, just the amount of like story and like good shit they packed into it. This one is like, it's like, just so chill. It's just a lot of like action, sort of fun times. Uh, but less like the, the meaty storytelling. You know that it's we've been used to. Hard almost. To go from two super packed episodes of like political intrigue, like Game of Thrones level, just shit. so in depth and like twisty turny, uh-huh. to go to like I don't know, the badge has to get some spice back, <laughs> and they're on Ord Mantel the entire time, which is fun. I like that they did that, but like I, I do like that we get to see a little more. Uh, Ord it, it felt like a nice way to wrap it up, right? Yeah. But like, it's just um. Uh, this episode is the most filler, and I think, honestly, it's because of where it sits in the lineup. But Yeah. Tr- truly, though, I feel that if... I don't know. It's hard to say without having watched the... Um, season finale stuff. Not the season finale, but even but like the, the next episode, which is not part of the season finale. It is a lead-up to the season finale. Yeah, it's finale. the precursor. Yeah, but it's not um, proper, the season finale. Um, it's hard to say without watching that because I qu- cannot quite remember how that starts and what uh, I remember how it ends. But <laughs> I also yeah. Uh, but it, it it'd be it's difficult to say how well the last episode would have fed into uh, I believe episode fourteen. Um, like would that be too many insane things? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, now. like if this episode infested wasn't there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fully. That's exactly what's going on yeah. here. Um, but at the same time, it still feels like, oh, we're switching gears very fast here. Oh, okay. Uh, now it's just sort of a a fun time. <laughs> it's hard because I was I was thinking about this too. I was like, I wonder if you like switched up where some of these episodes take place if it was maybe... It, it, not necessarily would be more successful because I don't think this episode is necessarily detracting from the overall storyline. I do think we needed space here. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. if you swapped episode 13 and like episode 10, right? So like this was before or like right after all of the Braca stuff mm-hmm. and right before the insane political intrigue episodes and then instead in 13's place would be the episode where like we're learning that separatists aren't like you know we can drop all of these titles right like that's that that episode on Raxus. Mm-hmm. like if but it felt maybe a little bit more important than this one does so like if they switched places would that be better but um i feel like it's hard because that concept of like political ties kind of fed into 11 and 12 so uh really all that to say it's <laughs> this is a fine episode it's just it's a little i think it's a little odd in the lineup 
I, I think but it, still necessary <laughs> yeah i still think like we're a little shell-shocked from the last episode and how like insane it was um in in just like a meaty storytelling way yeah um i i will say several things i enjoy about this episode i like that we get a fun new side character that i really like um and i like that we get to see a little more of like sid's business and yeah. sort of the CD side. I, I mean, I, one of the, my favorite things about Star Wars is all the like mob shit. Yeah, because uh, it's just very fun, and it, can, it has the capability to be very fun and funky. Uh, and it and it is in this episode mostly. Um, yeah, should we get into just what happens in this episode? I mean, I, we didn't even talk about our plots, but all that to say, I mean, I guess we did. I, again, the plots are. It's like, just they're doing a, work. This <laughs> is an incredibly self-contained episode. The batch continues to do do- jobs for Sid. It's not. There's nothing to do with the Empire. No, there's nothing to at do with all. Crosshair. Not even like a, not even a tiny bit. No, this is like completely, yeah, self-contained as you said. So, um, yeah, do we want to handle this? I mean, we could just go into what's happening at the episode. Yeah. Um, some time has seemed to pass between uh, episode um eleven and twelve, uh, because the the batch has been presumably sent on maybe at least one maybe a few jobs um they come back to ord mentel they're like complaining about the fact there was gun darks talking about sid yeah um they go into sid's place uh and it is busy for once yeah it's popping <laughs> um yeah but also hunter gets eyes on like all of these mercenaries yeah there's like everywhere. a lot of like shady mercenary fellows around um and uh i like how instead of being like something's wrong they're just like whatever and they like beat their way into sid's back room yeah uh expecting sid to be there i don't know why you would like things have like it's really funny because it it seems like they have gotten so in the rhythm with this that they're just like whatever like move out of my way i've got things to do yeah uh like of course things are the same yeah and then the same despite there being several red flags of like "Mm, this is different than usual yeah um so obviously they get back into the office uh and it's not sid it's it's this guy it's our friend roland duran yeah who's just kind of a he's a lad and he seems to be making power plays to get essentially cred in yeah the, uh, so we learn that uh underworldy sort yeah of situation. he's a deveronian i believe yes yeah. yeah um love a horned fellow um yeah, he basically has strong arms Sid out of her own parlor, which, like, I really want to see how that worked. <laughs> yeah, I really, to me, it's like he, she got up to go do something and he's like, she's gone, finally. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take her fucking chair and move all my guys in. Um, oh, we also get a return character in, uh, we see Ruby, Ruby again, which is a little yeah. uh, creature that the Batch was uh, tasked with retrieving um, quite a few episodes ago. Yeah, I think it was episode six or something at the beginning. Yeah um they they get ruby back so yeah it's fun to have a little call back here um at the end of the season um yeah i think that's fun it, it it's a small thing but i think it makes this universe feel a little bit smaller and uh, more connected and yeah whatnot um it, it's almost fun to see like essentially we're getting like we know that ruby was for a job right like because mm-hmm. we saw that in like episode six i think right um it's fun to see like who that job was for and mm-hmm. like what what he wanted with her which is that she is a like a yeah, lap she's dog she's just her little he's a little pet yeah. yeah um so it's fun to have those like cyclical little things even yeah. if they're just kind of like little facts almost yeah. um i think it's interesting too that um he basically is like sid's out uh but if you're looking for work i you know maybe have some stuff for you guys to do um and they're they're pretty cautious like i feel like they're both like fitting into their their mercenary role but also um like they kind of have grown to uh like sid and, and trust her a little more because yeah. time and time again the jobs that she sent them on have not been like go murder this person they've been like go retrieve this or you know they're not um offensive to their moral code yeah and like it took a little bit of getting used to mm-hmm. but like they they're okay with it now yeah i do like that um that roland offers them a job if they yeah. want it i mean to be fair like okay he's trying to set up his own sort of crime empire so i guess he, he doesn't have his own people really no i mean i'm assuming the people that are around him are like he's hired them yeah uh they don't seem like retrieval sort of specialists though. no they just seem like yeah dudes. um so i i feel like that was <laughs> he comes off uh simultaneously as very suave in this and also like 
kind of a very shallowly under the surface like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing yeah it's <laughs> like he he does seem like he's uh young and he's trying to like yeah. act bigger than he is and for he's sure. like i don't know what it's going he's on he's trying he's kind of going for that like um like uh uh i'm calculating and i'm just sort of like i've got it all under control but like <laughs> i feel like it it purposefully yeah. uh comes off as like a lot more shallow because yeah. we are especially because we're just coming off the tails of like an episode where we saw sort of the king of calculating sort uh-huh. of evilness uh in charlie rampart and then um and then there's yeah um roland durand who's just yeah. like i'm calculating it's like no you're just a tumbler sexy man i don't know like <laughs> what you think's going on here <laughs> um so they 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 leave the uh the parlor and they're really confused and then uh i love this part i love yeah. that sid um is already like has gone into their ship and is just waiting for them to come back yeah out. and has brought her two schmucks with her <laughs> who like are already playing cards in the marauder yeah like why are they there i don't know i don't think they have employment it seems they just hang around her I love parlor that they're, like, all day the so. closest thing that she has to friends like, and it's just like the only two people who are people. ever gonna come to her bar yeah truly her nasty bar it, also the seeing the uh, the parlor busy is really funny to me because it's clear to me that sid is not trying to really run this place like <laughs> an actual bar like it, it this is fully a front for her to business. be fair it kind of behooves her to like have her bar not be full of people oh for sure for sure right because then there's more eyes on like you know this entire group of soldiers that come in and out and deliver random things to her which oh, for is like sure. incredibly sketchy right no it makes sense for her but i love that roland is like get this place popping like yeah, he's trying yeah. to like he's got like a huge personality and he's trying to like you know probably replicate what he's seen other people do i feel like he's just kind of like a i want as many streams of revenue as possible so like this bar is a bar i'm gonna run it like a bar yeah um and doesn't really give a shit about like the implications. I mean, to be fair, he's working with the Pikes who are like true. No, no shit, right? Yeah. Um. But in this conversation, we learn that he is the son of another crime lord named Issa Durand, which I am excited um to meet her someday, maybe. <laughs> maybe who knows? I mean, if we get another like random filler episode, I in just the next feel season. like they put too much personality into this guy to like not have him come back at some point i mean to be maybe fair, not in this show but something else yeah that's a good point to be fair we got two episodes with hauser who everyone loved and then he got arrested and we might never see him hey again, though he so. got arrested though we didn't see him die yeah so. but they do love shooting people in the okay Empire, but we so. didn't see it though no <laughs> so. i hope he's okay i hope he's okay i would too. love a jailbreak with him yeah. but we're gonna find out um um but yeah so it basically is like we got to get my parlor back, please. Uh, she kind of threatens them, which I think is, I mean, it's practical of her. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes sense that she's like, I got a lot of info on you boys. So yeah. like either you help me or I spill the fucking beans to, <laughs> I don't know who, but um, I do really like this conversation though, between Sid and Hunter in the Marauder where everyone's just kind of chilling and the two schmucks are playing cards still. But like, I love the just like gestures that Hunter does. Like mm-hmm. he does like a, a you and me gesture <laughs> with his hand, like pointing back and forth. That's just like really good and funny. And like, I don't know, these, this episode is, like, so light in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it has to do with the fucking pikes and, like, crime and whatever. But, like, <laughs> it's got a sort of levity compared to, like, the almost, like, grim nature of, like, yeah, political intrigue of the last two episodes. So, yeah, truly. Um, I'm enjoying how they how they showed that in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they, they hatch a plan to steal this spice that Roland is um, meaning to sell to the pikes uh is it it, unclear if it was sid spice or i think it's i don't think it is no i think it's just she because she says the spice that they're storing in my back office yeah um Um, it also seems that like roland like the pikes wanted the spice because that seems to be their whole game uh as we've seen in clone wars season seven as well Mm -hmm. um so it seems like they paid roland for the spice and he was supposed to deliver the spice to them and then they take it right because that's why they get pissed off yeah um because they already paid for it um but yeah so i think it's mm-hmm. i think it's roland's um yeah it is roland's um, roland's space weed <laughs> roland is i'm sorry i'm just like roland is such a um uh, the a, name a itself. name the name itself roland is yeah. just such a funny thing for an alien to be called also like i don't know why <laughs> especially I, one who's really trying to put on airs that he's like a cool suave dude 
Yeah. And his name is just Roland. And his name is Roland. I just, I don't think I could respect anyone named Roland in a crime sort of situation. (laughs) My name is Roland. It's like, are you sure though? My name is Roland. I'm going to kill your whole family. It's just like, okay, Roland. Your mom's name is Issa, which is like way cooler. That's a much better name. Why wouldn't she name you something cooler than regular man named Roland? Roland. Just Roland. Maybe his papa was Roland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that was my sort of aside. Um. Um, but yeah, their their grand plan is to uh, go into the tunnels un- that are apparently underneath or that we're just learning about. That now. we're just learning about now, <laughs> and uh, break up into uh, her office vis a vis a manhole cover. I love that, that she there. has effectively like weird mine tunnel sewer access. I mean, like in her office, it's a good. It's a good, like, you know, exit strategy. If yeah, you need I guess one. she's I guess a smart that person. Speaks more to, like, the fact that I guess Ord Mentel has been and always yes. will be covered in sort of crime it, stuff. It smacks a lot of, like, old prohibition tunnels. Uh, you know, say this other Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it <laughs> I'm, yeah. You remember that episode? Yeah. Um, makes sense um yeah no i just think it's really funny that there is this kind of convenient um yeah. underground tunnel system that's no longer used yeah. it's fun though uh and you we almost, get mine trains you <laughs> almost don't like yeah you don't question it like clearly there wasn't a lot of mining going on here but there's like i it's, struggle to understand what they could be doing yeah. down there <laughs> uh very funny um but yeah so uh, sid essentially wants to steal the spice to frame roland so he will get killed by the pikes yes. and then she can just go in and take her parlor back mm-hmm. um which is an insane plan first of all <laughs> i mean it's a good plan she has the means to execute it in a in a way that yeah. will not that will not draw attention to her um but obviously things do not go as as planned yeah and then we also get introduced to this other sort of like um thrown a wrench in it uh, uh-huh. uh which is that these caves are also like infested with uh bugs yeah these insane crazy, bugs crazy big big bugs um which we don't see until uh they get the spice and they're escaping yeah and um, um because uh roland's uh yeah, roland they catch figures him. it out yeah he right does. because he's i i like also that sid's like they're like how are we gonna get into roland's office he's gonna fucking be there and sid's like i got a plan and, she's and like, like my two schmucks my two schmucks is one of them is just sitting in this bar eating kettle corn which is like an <laughs> insane activity to do he doesn't have a drink i don't think he's not drinking he's just sitting there eating kettle <laughs> Can corn you imagine watching... going into a bar with like a thing of kettle corn and just being like this is what i'm, I'm here gonna to sit do. here and they're like you need to buy something and he's like no, no. They're like okay. okay uh yeah so he uh, steals ruby so mm-hmm. roland will go looking roland quote unquote will go looking for her it's roland and some goons he oh, doesn't i was really like do... his name is roland quote I don't unquote. Know why. <laughs> no he doesn't do any of the looking You're like we're changing his name it's not roland anymore. <laughs> his name is something cooler now um yeah, so they all leave so they can get the spice, but they do. Yeah, they do come back mm-hmm. because the schmucks aren't super good at their job. Because <laughs> they're schmucks. Because they're schmucks. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm just I'm still on the name Roland. Uh, his yeah. name is Roland Durand. And every time I That's think just it's like a really normal name. And every time I think it's uh, Roland Durant, which yeah. is uh, um, Durant is the name of a character in Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Uh, Railroad man. Yeah. It's uh, Transporter Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> um, but every like Roland Durant is just another guy in Hell on Wheels. Like it seems like he could be. Yeah. He's like the son of this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like a guy. Sorry. Just another aside. Anyway. It is a choice to name this character Roland. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, uh, essentially the Pikes or uh, Roland's goons catch up with the Batch taking the spice back through the tunnels and uh, a chase ensues. And they lose the spice. And they lose the spice because the they get spice attacked. Jay. The spice. Uh, they get attacked by the big bugs. The big bugs, yeah. Um, who, do they at the other guys? I, I think they do at the other guys. Rip yeah. to them. There's a fun um, mine cart sort of hullabaloo that happens. Yeah, that hullabaloo <laughs> is a great word for it because it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's not Temple of Doom esque because there's not a lot going on, but it is just yeah, people sort of um, running about in in. Mine yeah, the, the true threat is mostly the bugs and less of like Roland's goons. Uh, yeah being good at mine cart mine carting <laughs> um yeah it's 
I always forget that like they don't they go back to the tunnels twice. I always think that the end of the episode is like, anyway, we got rid of the spice. <laughs> yeah. Bye. No. Okay. I know we just went on like an entire rant about like, not rant, but an entire thing about uh, how this episode's not that complicated. But I'm like, to be fair for a not complicated episode, like it's pretty well done. Like it's not. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think the um, like, quality t- dipped at no, all. No. I too thought that like they go into the tunnels once. Uh, they don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> they do have to go back. This but, like, is a fully way. like the start of it. Yeah. Um, Because they, they lose the spice uh and then <laughs> and i love that omega's like hey at least we got rid of the spice <laughs> yeah, they're like okay um <laughs> i like that it seems that sid wanted to do something with it or that wasn't i part mean of hey the free spice yeah she could just sell it again yeah i mean it's stamped with the pike symbol this is like a whole i mean yeah it doesn't matter but who knows uh, who's to say she could sell it to the pikes. someone wants the space weed yeah the space cocaine <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't know how packaged, how cocaine is packaged, I but think in, I'm assuming in sort of a cube form yeah, the like that. Plastic yeah. Wrapped like cubes. You say that like, I should know. I mean, I don't know why I would know, but, um, my only TV touchstone, yeah, I was going to say it. my only touchstone feels like it, I saw it on a burn notice episode. Once. Yeah, that seems right. I think, <laughs> but because, I can't oh, remember if is, I can't remember if it was cocaine or C4. <laughs> Both of those will come in, I think, squares. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Um, I think they sell cocaine in kilos, which is, I guess, why it would be packaged in such a, like, a specific way instead of, like, in a bag, because who knows? <laughs> just loose in a bag. Just in a, loose, a Ziploc. Just loose in a paper bag. Every time you put it down, it just, like, it's puffs like, out a little more. It's like the when you get a, a bag of beignets and it has, like, a bunch <laughs> of loose powdered sugar in it and you, like, shake it. It's my cocaine beignets. It comes packaged on beignets. <laughs> oh, no. That seems like a really bad time. Yeah, you just ruin some beignets. Congrats. <laughs> or make them extremely dangerous. <laughs> Danger beignets. I don't know. I don't know how you ingest cocaine. I mean, we've had this conversation before. We Can have. you just eat cocaine? <laughs> I don't feel like that's... I mean, not with that attitude. <laughs> Um, anyway um, this is a wild conversation <laughs> i don't know it's drugs it's spice it's supposed to be specifically a uh, bag <laughs> um i like how long it took me to like in watching star wars to figure out that spice was drugs yeah i think the first time i kind of conceived of it was uh in those episodes of clone wars the dooku captured yeah. ones with yeah, hondo trading spice yeah they want spice reason. they're like we don't want credits we want drugs <laughs> um it's yeah. just like, I I mean, it. I always in the back of my brain is like, I don't know. It's something that like has a really high value. Like, um, I mean, you're not saffron wrong. or something, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's a just, spice. <laughs> yeah, it's when I was just, just a young you know, I was like, I don't know. Something has a, a value there. And I mean, I that's like, this what's is just drugs. That's what's important. Yeah. Um, unsure if the pirates were going to smoke it or sell it, but. They're like, we want drugs for our own use. <laughs> for recreation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, they lose the spice and they think everything's <laughs> fine. So they go back to Sid's parlor and Duran's just like, there she is. They know where the spice I is. I love this sequence because A, I love that they walk in and everyone is fucking dead. Like even the patrons are dead. Um, it, it looks like all of the mercenary people. Oh, does it? I yeah. thought there were like randos there too. No. They're just like, we don't give a fuck. I um, don't know that they could show like dead civilians like that. That is fair. Um, they're they all in the same wars, but no. they're all in the same armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the with the swoopy back helmet. Sure. Um, but I love that Sid's like, see, perfect. My plan worked out. I'm like, why are you yelling that this was your plan the whole time? <laughs> Don't do that. Um, but also I love that, yeah, like Roland comes in with the pikes, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's her. It's like, if I was a pike and some dude that I paid money for a product was like, I don't have it because somebody else stole it. I would not believe him. Yeah. I mean, they they don't believe him either. They have him handcuffed. Yeah. But it's just wild that they are like, oh, okay. Yes, this is the person. It could be anyone. Like, I mean, truly, what I who knows what they were taking him out to, to do to him. I'm sure they were just gonna maybe going to kill him. I don't um, know. <laughs> Put him in their boy pile. <laughs> their pile of boys. boys. Um. Yeah, so uh, essentially, yes, things get a little bit more sticky because now the Pikes are like, we want our fucking spice back. Also, I like how Sid is just like, I don't I don't know anything about that. Like, I don't know what he's telling you, but that's not true. And then Hunter's <laughs> just like, we know where it is. And I can just imagine Sid being like, shut the fuck up. I swear to God. I swear to God, you idiot. I swear idiot. to God. Um, 
why we talked about this um hunter can't do pressure apparently <laughs> he doesn't like, understand the subtle not yet does he understand the subtlety of uh of lying sort of to deals crime like organizations yeah <laughs> like why would you not follow sid's lead with that like why would you in- interrupt her and be like no no we know where it is <laughs> also i like that the pikes are like you bitches we know you know so <laughs> give us your kid and yeah. then i like that every single one of the batch pulls a gun uh, on the yes. pike it's very good it's very good i like that they're like threatened and they have their like hackles raised but then mm-hmm. they're like and the kid's gonna we're gonna take the kid hostage right as collateral mm-hmm. and they're like hell no and then they just like all pull their guns out and, and then Sid gets a little defensive Sid too. gets a little defensive and she's like let me handle this and you think she's gonna be like find a way to like not have omega stay with them while they retrieve the spice and then they nope. the next scene is them just walking out without omega yeah like <laughs> good job is Sid. i like that sid turns around and she's like if i may and turns around and essentially is just like okay <laughs> we I, we Deal. don't have any options <laughs> yeah um the pikes are no like you know I yeah she know. basically tells hunter like you don't understand who you're yeah, dealing with here like do not fuck with them yeah um even though they have tiny little faces they're really unintimidating i love their little faces <laughs> um but yes they, they are like basically get uh strong-armed into um getting the spice back from the cavern of bugs that it's now in the bug cavern <laughs> um yeah which again i don't ever remember this being part of the episode it's fun this is i think i only remember it uh i think i didn't remember it because they don't go like on the mine carts no, this they time go they, the top. they bring the fucking marauder into like there's a, a crack in the top of this cavern and they rappel down which is a wild thing. It, it's, it's wrecker and sid i like how sid's just like no no i'll do this like yeah i like that instead of being like you boys I don't know. She does take some responsibility for yeah. this, which is interesting. And which again, shows that she's become a little attached, at least to them and specifically Omega. I do think this is like the one necessary character development thing we mm-hmm. got in this is that Sid now seems to be really endeared to them yeah. and especially Omega. And she does say something along the lines of like, I got the kid into this. I'm going to get her out of it. So yeah. like, it, it's nice to see that and see that growth in a side character, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they do end up going back to the tunnels with the Marauder and they rappel down. But I, yeah, I love that. She's like, and I'll take Wrecker with me when she calls him muscles. But like, I was like, what a wild choice. She calls Omega tiny. And every time she says tiny, I think she's talking about Wrecker, <laughs> which is funny. Sid doesn't do ironic nicknames. No. She only does obvious nicknames. She's actually really bad at nicknames. She is. Yeah. <laughs> she's not. Her nicknames are not finesse. Like she just calls Tech goggles. Like he's just wearing goggles. What did I think she called him the other day? Not. It wasn't. She said goggles, and I thought it was something else. I don't remember. <laughs> it was like a normal name, anyway. <laughs> you thought she said Carlos. <laughs> she. You thought she called Tech Carlos. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Which would be really, really, really funny. Because like, what the fuck. <laughs> i love yeah going from super obvious nicknames to just like normal people's names <laughs> yeah she calls record muscles and she called hunter bandana at one time and now she's just like i'm gonna start calling you carlos it's like that's not you my look name like a carlos what does a me? carlos look like you <laughs> all carloses have glasses um yeah you thought she said carlos bless thank you for remembering that anyway so they repel down to get the spice it, yes. it goes fine. It goes as you expected, which is to say they're almost done and then Wrecker fucks something up. Actually, I think <laughs> Sid, Sid fucks, fucks it up this up. time. Um, and the bugs come out to play. And by play, I mean eat them. <laughs> Just uh, generally fuck with them. And then, of course, Tech comes in with the... Uh, Big, like, the, flash bang I, I love bomb. that he's just like... I know what I'll do with my time because I'm just sitting here. Like Echo is like, you know, kind of just being grumpy and like he's like piloting. He's or piloting, yeah. And, and Tech is just like, I know. I'll make a big light bomb. I'll put the Ark of the Covenant in this bomb, and then we'll blow it up, and it'll make so much light that it might blind my friends. But I'm not gonna give them any warning about it. Yeah, it's like it, they do give us throwaway lines earlier about how the Earlings are nocturnal yeah. and like you know with they the flashlights like lights, and yeah. like the light bothers them. So like it makes sense that he's doing this, but it's wild that he does not inform anyone. No. He's just to be like, like, close your eyes, please. Yeah, I'm going to throw this into this hole and then you need to close your eyes. 
because it's bright very bright um yeah so um things get sticky but they get the spice back yes they return to well while that's happening we get sort of like a an aside between um omega and roland where she's she's kind of like looking at every escape opportunity like she's just like gun (laughs) yeah i love that there's just a gun out and (laughs) who just left this gun out in the eyeline of a 10 year old And I love that Roland is just like, don't, like, don't. You're going to get us killed. <laughs> He's He has accepted his grim fate. <laughs> He's also, like, kind of a baby about it. Again, we see his, like, his, clearly his facade is no longer, and he is very sad about all of this. Yeah, I love He's, that Omega is more hardcore than yeah. him. He's just like, well, I'm going to get killed. Yeah, and she's whatever. just like, there's a gun. I can get it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they, um. We have, like, a humanizing moment with yeah. him. Which I guess is, I don't know, like it's nice. It, yeah. It's just a, it's a way to break up the, um, the amount of cave mind yeah, carving it, that's it, happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes him a more interesting character again. I, I just feel like they put a lot of work into this character, especially, um, just like the way that he is in the end too. Like, I feel like he's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see. I mean, we don't have much to go off of, right? Because we only have a we only have a first season, so mm-hmm. we can't really ascertain um, patterns, right? And how potentially one off characters get yeah. brought back. But we, it's we'll see. I guess yeah. I don't know. I'm again, it'll be interesting to watch sort of the season finale episodes because, like, especially if they gave him like like Ruby uh, and and like Ruby likes him. It's not he's not like a weirdo. He's not like a uh, he's not cruel. Um, he has this weird animal, and like he's. Yeah, very they, interesting. I don't know. They again, they, they just, just put a lot of work into this one character who's in this one episode for like not even a super amount of time. Yeah, and it's just very surprising to me. Like he's not just sort of a guy. He's he's I, a yeah. character. Um, but yeah, so they they get a humanizing moment with with Roland, mm-hmm. um, and Ruby, um, and yeah, and then the batch is able to come back to um Ordmantel and well above Ordmantel, the regular part, um. <laughs> and deliver the spice packs to back to the pikes and they I thought seem, you said spice packs the spice packs just a pack of spice i don't know why when you said that i was thinking of like, like lunchables lun- yeah exactly i don't know why i thought about it t- too snack packs i snack guess packs, i don't yeah. know um anyway but <laughs> they're able to deliver the spice back to the pikes the pikes are cool on their end of the deal but they're like we still fucking hate roland for some reason i don't know why yeah it he, truly, truly wasn't he's not his the, fault. No. Like, yeah. I guess they're they're just like, I don't know, we have to be mean to somebody. <laughs> and they're like, we're bullies, so we have to bully someone. Yeah. The pike leader is like, my boys just want to bully someone, so I guess it's this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they almost kill Roland and then Sid is able to convince them. Well, Omega is like, please, please don't. He's Yeah, Omega stands up for him. Um they're about to, I guess, decapitate him. I don't know what they're playing on just doing. Seem, but they don't have a big enough knife. They've got for him that. bent over a fucking box with a knife out. <laughs> like what are you holy I guess shit? They don't, you guys. Do, they don't have to do it clean. They can just sort of I hack yes, away. That's insane though. Anyway. Yeah. Um, they're not nice. <laughs> no, but that just seems intense. Uh but yeah, Omega's like, don't, it's not his fault, like, you know, whatever. Um, and uh, I don't know if they plan to do this or if they did actually listen to Omega's plea, but they do just cut his one of his yeah, horns well, off. Well, because Sid also interjects and oh, is like, right. hey, if you if you fuck with this guy, you're going to start like essentially a, a gang war with Issa Durand and that's like not good business. Yeah. It's like, I think she specifically says that's a bad deal and the Pikes are like, we don't do bad deals. Um, so, so they, they just, only hurt him a little. They <laughs> just cut off his horn as like a, a warning, essentially. So. But now he looks he looks metal as fuck. Well, now he's like an actual Tumblr sexy man because <laughs> he's like got one of his horns broken yeah, off or whatever. He's got a storied past. Um, yeah. So uh, that pretty much wraps up that. I mean, everyone goes off to the bar, which I think is really funny because yeah, they Sid run. Is like, I'll, first round's on me and Echo, Tech, and Wreck are all like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> They're like, we're sad. Um, and then Hunter and Omega get a little um, a, a chat, which essentially is just like Hunter is like, you know, why did you stick up for him after everything that he did? And Omega is like, I don't know. But Ruby likes him. So maybe he's not all bad. Yeah. Um, the line, why did you stick up for him after all he after what he did? Yeah. Is probably the only thing that ties this into the next three episodes. Correct. Um, that's what I was thinking. I And it's again, 
now that we're kind of at <laughs> the end of this episode, I think we can transition into this conversation of yeah. like, this seems to be like the takeaway from this episode. And like also the fact that we needed like an actual, we needed a break before things mm-hmm. started getting really sticky again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice that they connected that idea and brought that idea back to our minds with this line, which I think we talked about in the last episodes too. Like there was something that it, it was nice to bring um that oh I think it was when Hauser was talking about like I won't abandon my squad right it was like another line that kind of connected to the pilot that Mm -hmm. it felt like they were like reminding us of here Mm -hmm. in the back end and and this kind of also feels like one of those things um where they're reminding us again of sort of this important fact of like there is redemption to be had or at least like you can look past the bad things some someone's done to still have I don't know mercy for them or Mm -hmm. like still be a a kind person to them Mm -hmm. yeah I think a lot of these throwaway lines I guess it's a little strong calling them throwaway lines (laughs) but I mean this line that's like housed in this episode which is so so filler uh fun episode filler um yeah filler complimentary yeah not a bad thing sometimes you need some episodes that don't have anything to do with main plot i just think this show has gotten really good at housing these lines that actually like echo a lot of the entire rest of the plot and like really big moments coming up in innocuous feeling places um that really do make it feel like you're pulling everything together and it's it's a one cohesive uh story rather than just like i don't know it feels almost like it's legitimizing this episode. Yeah, legitimizing is a little strong. I guess like in more of... Um, it's basically the writers being like, don't worry, like we haven't forgotten these things and they're coming, but here's just like a little fun. I guess like it time. legitimizes it in my eyes as like it's it's still, yeah, like it's still connected to other things. Like there was a reason that this is here. Yeah. And, you know, one of them is, like, it's here to remind us of something. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, you know, as I said, give us a break. So it, it makes sense. It's nice, yeah, that they use these little these little lines to sort of do mm-hmm. a lot of work. To in be the, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Do a lot of work in sort of the back half of mm-hmm. an episode. Um, um, shall we transition into characters? Truly? What do we... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Sid and Omega, to me, are two of the biggest characters in yeah. this. Like, the rest of the batch is kind of um pretty static uh we know them we love them they remain the people that they are none of them are particularly challenged um but omega uh kind of we we can send we continue to see her being the sort of um person we saw her in uh episode 10 and 11 or 11 and 12 um just being the like we gotta help people and um you know don't we have to do this and like she's the one who's just like listen like sid's in trouble we have to help her like we came to her for help um truly being continuously that like shining light of like goodness uh that we see her um i really do like uh, you talked about it earlier but the development in sid of becoming uh a little more attached to them we don't see her being like motherly or nurturing like we, we've talked about this too that like not all female characters need to be the nurturing loving ones and especially in this where like omega has like four nurturing uh people around her already so she doesn't really need that but um i, I do like that we see this change in sid where she's like i kind of like these people and of course she's not going to let anything happen to omega um but yeah, it's it, it's kind of interesting given like the next three episodes, especially the next episode, um, that we see them kind of cementing a sort of um, more than a business arrangement with Sid. She's I'm not gonna say she's like family now, but like she's Somewhere solidly a friend now. Yeah. I think they've been through some shared trauma together. <laughs> they've won back the parlor in a way that feels like it's their place too. Um, yeah, they're they're really setting everything up so they can rip it all away. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that again. Um, their favorite thing to do. Um, yeah, I I'm really fascinated because I I vaguely remember what the setup is for the next episode, but I don't exactly remember how the back and forth that goes on yeah. with it. Like I don't know, you know, I remember the greater points. So yeah, it's interesting to see this. This kind of feels like an important like wrap up to, you know, their affairs on Ord Mantel, right? Yeah, Where exactly. it's like you know now we feel like we have a a more stable place there and and people there even if that's just sid and the two schmucks and maybe roland the Um, cheers theme just (laughs) in my head yeah pretty much um (laughs) 
sorry. No, it's okay. I was trying to remember any words from the Cheers theme song. But yeah, no, it feels like a nice like wrap up to that. And again, like the next episode is not part of the season finale proper, but it it does directly lead into it. So it it feels like a a little bit more connected there than it does to this episode. So it's I feel like it's nice that they took this time before things start ramping up again to like, I don't know, really cement the relationships between the characters with Sid, even Mm -hmm. if it's kind of in a smaller way and kind of make this like their new home, essentially. Right. Because they don't really have one. Yeah, they have a place to come now where um, everyone knows your name where everyone knows your name and by everyone i mean sid and, these and fraser is there <laughs> um <laughs> can you fucking imagine this face fraser it's the two dudes who i think their names are bolo, bolo and, and catch like but spelled like yeah. ash ketchum um i think these two schmucks yeah. and then also in the dark corner is fraser <laughs> he's playing the like fraser. slots or whatever um <laughs> He's just like a little buzzed and like giving people <laughs> advice um, via his, he, he hosts his radio and show his out on, of the yeah, bar. He does. It's like the he's worst constantly customer. constantly on the phone with Niles. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Star Wars Frasier first crossover. Yeah, the crossover that you never knew that you wanted and actually you never did want it actually. Actually, it's no one wants this. Please make us stop. Please stop. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a sweet little nice wrap up, I yeah. think, to things. It's super self-contained, this episode. And I don't know. It's just, it's a fun episode. We get a lot of fun. I'm going to, uh, do you yeah, have anything yeah. to say about ca- more characters? No, no babe. Okay. I'm I tr- don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to transition into uh, talking about just like the way it looks and stuff. Because again, we don't really have themes. Just, I was going to say, we, there's no themes except for we the can- fact that sometimes people are bad, but they're not all bad anyway. Yeah, it was kind of just like, a, here you go. And then they're, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode's really fun to watch. It, it looks really interesting, especially with like all the cavern, the cavern yeah, sort yeah. of shots that we get. I love, there's a part when uh, Wrecker, when they're first going into the caverns and Sid was basically like, don't fucking say anything. Shut up. Uh, if, if you wake shut up shut, shut up, up. <laughs> if you if you wake up this hive like we're fucking dead um and wrecker of course <laughs> this is the one time where the word fuck appears in this. <laughs> um and wrecker of course does a, a pippin in the minds of moria and he drops his flashlight and yeah. it clanks everywhere um but i love that you can see it falling in the like light it, it's just a really 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 cool I shot i do i have a note in in my design notes <laughs> Um, I do really like how they use the flashlights here in, when they're in the caves. Like, I, there's a lot of um, points where someone is talking but not holding a flashlight, and someone just points a flashlight at their face. Like, which is not the thing that you do when someone <laughs> is talking. It's what I do. It's just like, can you imagine if you're camping at night and someone next to you is talking and you just turn and point a flashlight directly into their eyes? Um, but it, I mean, it's like it's an like, Uncharted Four when you shine your flashlight into Sam's eyes and he's like, "Stop!" He's like, "Can you not, please?" Um, I do really like that they're using um, the flashlights as like a point of emphasis. Like they're making because mm-hmm. you know, the, especially when they're in the caves for the first time, there's not really like great lighting. It's just kind yeah. of gray. It's a cave. <laughs> it's a cave, and it's full of bug webs. Yeah. Um, which like I don't know what the bugs are doing with these webs because they don't seem to be arachnid type yeah um they're not i guess they're not catching food with them (laughs) they're just sort of like this will really add to the spooky atmosphere (laughs) it's their decorators (laughs) um but yeah i like how they use that as sort of a focal point and i don't know it it adds like a fun uh, again i like that they're kind of overly not over animating things but they're adding a lot of movement that's making kind of these less than interesting yeah not less than interesting shots they're just like not the most insane things I've well there's seen not too series. much going on right like, so it's dark it's hard to <laughs> i mean i applaud the animators they made it really interesting to watch yeah, yeah. um this is they, they helped build the suspense it's very good um very very fun to look at later too when the there's swarms happening um when they're uh repelling into yeah. the cave um seeing just like all of the bugs sort of like flying about yeah, in like the sunset swirling. light is very very good yeah they do a lot of cool things even with like how their flashlights pick up the ones that are closer to them when yeah. they're like in the cave before and like i don't know like it just it, it's a fun yeah they did a good spooky job with it um for kind of a, a weird environment that's just kind of like big and empty enjoyable fun um, to watch still fun and again i i think I mean, we're kind of more uh, endeared to like heist type things. I love a heist. Um, One of my top 10 favorite things. 
a heist. <laughs> just things in general. Just things in general. It's like coffee heists. Coffee heists. Men in crisis. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I get that. Like maybe this wouldn't be the most interesting episode for other people, but it does serve like a purpose, and it does. You know, it it doesn't. Um, we kind of talked about this, but like it doesn't. Uh, lose any of its quality that we've seen in other episodes Mm -hmm. like and and like you said so like when they go back to the cave and they're rappelling down and it's and it starts becoming sunset right which is kind of an issue right because they're nocturnal um i don't know why they didn't wait a day but i guess they're on the dire pikes have their child (laughs) their collective child their shared baby girl so it's Um, like no she's also mine now too (laughs) i like her a lot she's got spunk um but uh, I, I like that, yeah, the you get a lot of cool shots of, like, the sunset, like, pinks and yellows, like, coming into the cave and, like you said, mm-hmm. like, on the Earlings and, like, it, and uh, we have a wide shot exterior of, like, the Marauder hanging out. Like, it, it's cool that they end up transitioning into a really interesting, like, lighting situation that is actually really cool to look at and, and very pretty, even if it is kind of, like, hearkening their doom. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like it the quality of this episode visually no. has dipped at all no, right no, it's just not. like it's just different yeah um yeah we we do also get to see a lot more of ord mantel um it's nice that this episode takes place fully in uh, or on ord mantel and specifically in this city um which i don't i don't think we have a name we don't have a name it. for it we just know that there was an old ord mantel <laughs> or an old capital or something ord mantel is the planet name yeah i believe so um everything is just called ord mantel it's very confusing <laughs> um but yeah no like i mean it's always sort of like a rundown like not so great area but like when we first get introduced to it like it's very desolate there's like no one here it's very yeah. uh, kind of spooky um but now we get to see like there's a little more life teaming we see people like on their balconies we see like speeders going in and around the buildings um yeah obviously like sid's parlor is a little more like a uh, uh, hopping but also the streets around are still yeah like this is just a city this yeah, maybe is yeah. not like the best nicest place but it's still a city it's nice that um i i feel like as the episodes have gone on we've gotten a little bit more and a little bit more of ornamental and and sort of the surrounding area and it feels like here at sort of the end of the season we're getting to see snippets of a city that is really full of life mm-hmm. and feels you know dimensional and like a lot more um, believable and lifelike, I guess, than like other things we've seen before in, in you know, previous Clone War, Clone, previous Clone Wars, previous Star Wars series, I guess, Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's fun to see people and it's fun to see like a mix of people. Like it's not all one race and like, yeah, you know, very diverse. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's fun. It's a nice little treat, even if it is kind of something that isn't, um, highlighted it's not mm-hmm. like Sid is like wow look at this part of Ord Mantel it's grown so yeah much. I mean they're not hitting you over the head with it but if you're looking you you can see it yeah happening. it just um it colors the world again yeah. and it's it's nice to see that it's nice to see that there is an importance on that yeah. um yeah there's just like good lighting in this um I really like I feel like overall I'm taking away from this series they make artificial light um look really good and play really well on the characters even though I feel like typically it's kind of gross like <laughs> I, I feel like this is probably more of a Clone Wars thing and also, you know, technology thing. But like I feel like a lot of times in Clone Wars there would just be like artificial overhead lighting. Like probably because they're in a spaceship, but like you mm-hmm. can fuck it. It's science fiction. Um but it would just look so gross and mm-hmm. like white and mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. and just like I don't know, but like the light from the Marauder when they're boarding to go get the spice back is like it's artificial light, but it's really it looks really nice. They made mm-hmm. it feel I don't know. Things don't feel gross and washed out like yeah. in color or like it doesn't like wash out their features or anything yeah. and like in Sid's bar there's like really nice lighting and mm-hmm. I-, I like that it's been consistent this whole time and we get to see more of it here mm-hmm. it it just they did a good job they did a good job <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there's just you know there's some good wide shots in this episode that's pretty much all I have to say about design the character animation is great I would say there is probably less background character animation in this episode mm-hmm. It's just I think we don't have what, an emphasis on the badge. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's also what helps make this episode feel less complex in a way. Um, like, there's not... I don't know. We've reached a point in this season that, like, we don't really need them to be characterized every waking moment. Like, you've no. done a lot of... They've done a lot of uh, work in the background up to this point that we we kind of get it. Like, they're very... Um, they've built on that foundation very well. Um, and we don't need all these little pieces yeah it's almost like um 
we had to do all that work in the background because like again it's an ensemble cast yeah. you have to you have to almost say carry them in a specific well, you, way but treat them in a specific way so it yeah. doesn't feel overwhelming with their character development and a lot of that as we've talked about has been in the mm-hmm. background we yeah you're, you're you're laying a foundation now that you've yeah. built that foundation you don't need to keep laying it you can start you know constructing on it yeah building off of it you can almost let them just be characters exactly. without like there's a specific moment <laughs> when they're in the marauder and sid is like uh, kind of vaguely threatening them and like tech just goes like i think she's threatening us like it's very it's not heavy-handed uh but like it's a little more like yeah that's tech like that, yeah. that of course that makes sense at tracks he's yeah. done that before it's i don't know like it's it's very seamless it's become yeah. very organic and seamless and i think like we get some stuff with Wrecker too when with the like repelling and the mm-hmm. earlings and stuff where he's just like, you know, he doesn't like heights. We know that we've established that. And he's just like, wow, it's a long way down. Um, he says something to that extent, mm-hmm. but it's like, we don't need to like take a bunch of time to like reference back to things. No. And like, you know, Echo is pragmatic and I don't think he's going to like pipe up and say something unless it's like really something that he like believes strongly about yeah and so like he can take kind of a secondary role in he's this, a little grumpy fine. in this episode he's just tired because he's like you know i don't like that we left omega at the bar probably <laughs> yeah he's like this shit again yeah can i have a nap please <laughs> um but yeah like again they don't have to they don't have to over explain things and it's just can just let the characters live and be the characters that they are um again i do think it also helps they don't not that they don't have a lot of screen time, but there is screen time split between other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, we yeah. don't always need to fill all of the batch screen time with just, like, yeah. stuff happening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't too much to say about that episode. No. But um, we, uh, boy, howdy, are we going to have probably a lot to say about the next episode. Yeah, I, I'm it predicting. Is, um, it's not, again, not like we said, not the season finale, but it ramps up to the season finale but it's it sets it it important. sets it up and if i'm remembering correctly a lot happens in that episode. a lot does happen we get another we meet another old friend um well we'll have to see next week yeah we're um, gonna find out yeah all right that's all for this probably shorter episode thank you so much for listening we'll be publishing episodes every tuesday and thursday so join us next time for episode 14 war mantle you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also Instagram and Twitter at The Batch Pod. So if you like story and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.